Welcome back to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, cult leaders, uh, leader of the spooky season, Jordan Garcia. Uh, with me as always, I have... Armando Arvizu here, and uh, Jordan, what do we do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast? Well, what we like to do is we like to talk about a film that's in the Criterion Collection... And then we pair it with the film that we believe belongs in the Criterion Collection. Ooh, wait, very do, spooky. Wait, wait, do you get that? So we watch a film that's already in the collection, and then one of us picks a film we would like to be in the collection, and we argue it, discuss it, and what else do we do? I think people uh, skip this part until <laughs> we get, they get to the movie because I don't think oh, people what understand. A, what, what about a... Halloween can can that be in the collection? <laughs> <laughs> Look, so yeah, so you know what Mondo said. Well, you know, we watch a movie in the Criterion Collection. We watch it. We bring a movie that we believe belongs in the collection, and then we vote about it, argue about it, all that blah blah blah. And it is spooky season now, so we're keeping with the theme of horror. Ooh, ooh! Last time you heard us scream about scream. <laughs> <laughs> you heard us uh what do we pair holler oh. about halloween <laughs> you heard us get all michael about myers <laughs> and, and uh now and and today's these are my picks uh we're talking about the uh horror classic uh david cronenberg's sci-fi extravaganza scanners oh, i like that and uh later i will be bringing to the collection the John Landis, who's scarier than any person that you've he's ever committed more murders yeah. than any of us, but he's actually <laughs> murdered people. Um, American, an, an American <laughs> werewolf in London. That's going to be my pick. We'll get into John Landis's murder later. Yeah. Um, but now we're going to talk about scanners. Oh no, uh, Jordan! But, but, no, no, uh, you're on right. the Criterion Channel, we watched uh, so. For Spooky Season 2, Criterion oh. is, uh, you know, no stranger. It doesn't want to leave out any, like, horror genre, like, the horror genre. Exactly. Which, which like, many, people you might, many people might think they would, but no, they're no stranger to horror. Yeah, and not just, like, artsy horror either. Yeah. They, they, they're, they're, they appreciate it all around. Real slasher. Yeah, I mean. 80s horror and classic yeah. uh, universal monster horror, too. But we recently watched... Um, Funhouse from Toby Hooper, who's director of Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Poltergeist. Yeah. And so that was available on the Criterion channel. It was a nice little romp. You know, I, it, it wasn't, um, it does, obviously doesn't have the grit and spit of uh, Texas Chainsaw, mm. right? But it but it was like, you know, it, I wish there was more death in it. Yeah. There wasn't enough. It is a fun, I think it is a fun fun house of a movie to watch with a group of people yes you know it's like one of those ones you know it's kind of it's you can watch it at your house and have fun yeah and it's <laughs> kind of cheesy a little cheesy but i mean it was it was a fun watch i, I enjoyed it there was some cool shots in it and uh, i kind of i liked the setup of it and the whole like kind of plot but yeah i wish there was a uh, more 
Horror, like more kills, but I mean, even in Chainsaw Massacre, there's not even that many kills, right? Well, or, I, I, or there's not, like some gruesome stuff, but but know? it's still pretty uh, foreboding and very scary, yeah. very yeah. Uh, very gross. Yeah. Here in the Funhouse thing, they try to make things kind of he try, you know, he does an okay job of making things kind of foreboding that something's gonna happen, yeah. like ooh, like he, something might happen, but it takes a while before it picks up. That was my problem with it, mm. but I did like a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the way the fun house looks once they get in there, a lot of the, the, the effects and things that they had. And then we were talking about this too. The, you know, you said the kid part was kind of like, a kind of really had nothing to do with anything sort of like, uh, the sister, like a younger brother sneaks into the, the carnival or whatever. Uh huh. But he did kind of. He look, doesn't get killed. Yeah, nothing happens. He doesn't tell anyone anything. He just kind of is there. Like, yeah, he never know. sees any. Well, I guess he gets attacked by the monster at one point. Does no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah, All right. just See, the yeah, guy useless, him. useless little piece of shit. But he did kind of. Didn't we say did kind of remind us of Little Fugitive? Yes, he, I mean so him maybe running was, around. In, maybe like in, Toby Hooper yes. was paying a little homage to that kid, which doesn't. Nothing really happens to him either. But I mean. Not in the same way. I guess so. You know, yeah, yeah, but uh, just like his outfit and just that he's like on the. Hey, shout like, out to Little Fugitive, one of which my is, episodes. What, what'd you uh, pair that with? Uh, 400 Blows. Oh. Uh, so uh, it all gotcha. comes back together. Yeah. You know what I mean? We go from Little Fugitive to the Spooksters over here. The spooky yeah. season of. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. So check out all that on the channel. What else is there? Yeah, available? there's a bunch of movies. So there's uh, Scanners, is one of them, which uh, we'll be talking about in just a moment. Uh, oh, yeah. Basket yes. Case, uh, the 1980s Cat People, which uh, Criterion released the original version. I, yes. I forget what year that one's probably, probably. like 40s. Yeah. Uh, the Keep, probably, yeah. The Keep, which is a Michael, Michael Mann, Mann film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince of Darkness is on there from John Carpenter. The great John Carpenter. Near Dark, which we did an episode on last year. Boom, boom. It's probably going to yeah. come out on the collection. We called it. Just yeah. hear it here first. We also we did an episode on the uh, the Criterion blob, but they have the 1980s blob on here in the 80s collection, too. Yeah, so for... And then also so, the Universal Horror stuff and a bunch of vampire movies, too. Uh, vampire, uh, Blackula. got to check that out, right? Yeah, we should uh, probably do a bonus episode about yeah. a lot of these movies. Yes, we should. Vampire's and Kiss, Kronos, is, which is a Criterion film. A Girl Walks Home at Night, Home Alone at Night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. All those. She, um, she actually has a new movie out that we should do a bonus episode on as well. Which one is that? Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's called like Lily and the Blood Moon or something like that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. you can, look that up. Yeah. So, but yeah, so get the Criterion channel. Stop acting like a bunch of fools. Yeah. Tell them Criterion Cult sent you. And, uh, you know, sign up for that and check out all those films because all those films are available for you. For You You know what I mean? Like For the spooky season. I mean, That's what not, I'm saying. Yeah. You, you want to do a 31 Days of Horror? Stop with your regular old list. We, we're, we're tired of it. We're sick of it. You come <laughs> at me and you're just like, oh, here's my list of 31 Days of Horror. It's like, okay, yeah, I've seen Friday the 13th about... Friday 113 times, buddy. So let's do something new. Let's do cat people. Let's do the, let's do Paul Schrader's cat people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've never seen that on your list. Don't look at me. I've never seen it on your list. I've never <laughs> seen any of these things. I, you never talk about scanners. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So oh, get the great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. From 1981, what? Uh, damn, what? I was going to get the spy number. Oh, yeah. Shit. 
So. No, don't worry about it. It's uh, Scanners, 1981, David Cronenberg. Spine number? 712. 712, which is the code word for uh, Scanners. <laughs> right? Doesn't he say that in there? I don't know, does he? No, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> making that up. All right, so this is from Letterboxd. We're doing the old... Uh, the old reading from Letterbox, even though they refuse, they've they've gone in the closet and they still refuse to hit me up. But all right, we'll see what happens. Uh, they have this little tagline. It says, 10 seconds, the pain begins. 15 seconds, you can't breathe. 20 seconds, you explode. <laughs> Sounds like a porno. Um, but all right. Uh, after a man with extraordinary Woo. and frighteningly destructive telepathic abilities is nabbed by agents from a mysterious rogue corporation... He discovers he is far from the only possessor of such strange powers and that some of the other scanners have their minds set in world domination while others are trying to stop them. Okay, well, who's in this, you're wondering? Jennifer O'Neill, she plays Kim Obrist. You got Stephen Lack as Cameron Vale. Patrick McGuhan as Dr. Paul Ruth. McGuhan! Lawrence Dane as uh, Braden Keller, uh, Michael Ironside, the great legendary Michael Ironside, as Daryl Ravak, and a bunch of other uh, Canadians. So, But that's all you need to know. You just need to know that, that basic group. So first and foremost, we're talking about Scanners, Mondo. David Cronenberg, yes. is this our yes. first foray into the Cronenberg? Uh, yes, right? Uh, well, we, we talked about his most recent film. Well, Crimes of the Future, yes. but I'm saying like but... from the Criterion. I want to say yes. Yeah, right? Damn, that's crazy. It is crazy. We haven't done video drone. We haven't even done anything. Yeah, well, so Naked Lunch, you know. Well, here we are. Rabbit. Scanners. Yeah, I mean, Scanners, what the hell? I mean, it's like uh, it's like the best X-Men movie ever made, I would say. That's pretty funny that you say that, because uh, that's something I wrote down, where I was just like, oh, yeah, this is... I mean, not necessarily X-Men movie, but I was like, oh, yeah, this is like... Um, this is like it should be like a comic book already. Yeah, it should be like a property already. Like that we should like had had already seen a cartoon of this and then it got turned into a movie because it is yeah. so like, um, you know, not intricate, but it it does have like uh, like I don't know legs to it. <laughs> I don't know how to say it in terms of like it's not just oh some guy can like blow up your mind and he runs around doing it. There's like oh there's like you find out there's a secret like you know. A group that's doing it there's an underground group who wants to like take over the world and a group who doesn't yeah and like there's different characters along yeah. the way there's like versus that the brotherhood of mutants versus the xavier school of mutants right you know it's yeah, like that yeah. whole thing like ironside is kind of the magneto and then what's his name ruth dr ruth or is it roth Who's uh ruth. Uh, uh-huh. ruth yeah he's more kind of xavier ish you know he kind of has good intentions but I don't, know, I don't know if you can really tell that or not. Well, I mean, Dr. Ruth, I mean, you know, none of the doctors ever have good intentions. Yeah. You know, that's what I think David Cronenberg is trying to say. Don't trust a doctor, uh, <laughs> especially a guy who's just got white hair and a white beard. I mean, that's just a criminal <laughs> movie doctor, if I've ever seen one. But I, no, I, but yeah, I think... It, it has that, so it kind of has that, like, X-Men kind of thing going, how you're saying, yeah, why isn't this more more prominent why isn't this like a bigger property because there well, is I two sequels was, but i, I, I think I don't it was know. supposed to be a, a a show 
Oh, really? Yeah. I okay. think it was supposed to be... I think it might still be turned into a like TV series. Oh, that would like, be... That would be pretty cool because I think it does have like, uh, you know, like has more story to tell than just this, obviously. Well, I mean, yeah, it would. I guess it would be nice to have give it a little more room to breathe, but it would have to be Cronenberg doing that. And I think it's like one of the things I really like about this movie is that, you know, Cronenberg just really, I don't know. He just captured like the 90s in like such a fantastic way. The right? 80s. Well, 80s and 90s. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, this is 80s. But like. It's like this, like, but see, that's the thing is that it's like 80s, but it feels like the 90s or like if it feels like that transition into that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the buildings, uh, the color palette, the way that everything looks, I mean, it just, it you know, just it just has like, like these like 90 jagged edges. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, know if that well, makes sense. Well, I mean, sense. like it has like watching this again, right? Uh, or, uh, watching this again, like it does feel like, uh. Like an X Files episode too, you know, like where oh, it, yeah. where it is that '90s kind of edge, and that it has the like you know the pacing of it, pacing of uh, of scanners, you know, where it's not, you know, nothing is going on too fast, and everything is kind of just like I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like I guess letting it breathe, you know, the scenes breathe, and like it's not cutting quickly or like trying to make them like really, really like a. Uh, an action movie i guess it's not making it look like an action movie you know mm-hmm. which i think a lot of like if someone tried to do it today i think they would try to make it more like an action movie well, that's why yeah. and that's why i think that's what's good about the you know when what made the x-men good is what it was like more of a drama than you know they had these powers and stuff but also other stuff was kind of going on behind the scenes uh yeah yeah i mean that makes sense because i mean you know you talk about that movie you know push with uh, yeah, Captain America, which is like that superhero movie, yeah, kind of thing. That, uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. It is just that. It's just like you know, a bunch of like uh, fast cutting, uh, really bad special effects. Yeah, you know, it's just trying to like cover up, you know, their mistakes. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like in Scanners, it, it like you said, it, it keeps you know he doesn't have to do fast cutting because he wants you to see what's on the screen yeah what's going like on because there, yeah. he's like you know whether it's the special effects that it, that's happening yeah. or what, whatever it is like whether it's like what the emotions that the characters are going through you know cronenberg's just you know and i'm glad we're finally able he's to a, you know he's we, a deep guy <laughs> we already talked about it in crimes of the future but cronenberg is a deep guy mm. but i think he is very interested in and in, in here too you sort of see it in that idea of like you know art and like sex and like you know what I mean? Like and all violence these, <laughs> and violence and like uh, a technology and just yeah. like, you know, the buildings around you just all forming together in some crazy orgy of like madness. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And especially it, when he's in that, like, uh, and when he goes and visits the artist guy where he's trying to get, like, yes, to exactly. find the, a the iron murderer. Side. I think yeah, that, yeah. yes, that, that, that reminded me of like crimes of the yeah, future. Where he's in, like, so many that, things. Where it's yeah, like yeah. a human, like mm-hmm. organ, like, you know, like they're in like this, like this little nook of his cabin and stuff, but he has like all his art projects kind of around it. But where they're standing kind of is like, they're in like someone's like, I don't know, stomach or something. It looks crazy. Well, I think like, it's like know? supposed to be a head, right? It's like I don't a big, know. I couldn't like, tell. Giant head that they're supposed to be in. I, is that yeah, what it was? Yeah. I think so. But yeah, it looks like inside someone's body or something, or it just looks like, yeah, Cronenberg has always been trying to do this and stuff, and like you know, like and always, uh, you know, like what makes I mean, him what makes him sane and keep down the voices is doing art. Well, yes, exactly, right? Like just like putting 
like putting your violent acts into art mm-hmm. and then also it's also like very sexual of that you know scanners is a very sexual thing it's like just being someone else being inside of you and making you you know physically you know what i mean yeah. like shake or like you know what i mean like have some Show sort of your, like reaction your mom or something you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. it's it's like a very it's it's very uh, it's a very sexual power. Yeah, you know well, what I mean. That's what's cool about the scanner's power too. It's not all just like yeah, they can go into your mind, but they can also do it in different ways and like mm-hmm. trigger different things. Especially with the Cameron character, where yeah, they've never like seen the, it, where he goes into electronics and he can yeah control that and also like know? the controlling of like the heartbeats yeah. and things like that that it, that they like test on him. So his power, like he's a scanner, but it's also very different. So it's not all like they all just like. They can all they all have like a same level, but also past that, you know, yes, which is really yeah. cool. And I mean that I mean, thing in nineteen eighty one, like going like like someone like going into the computer and doing like you know and like blowing it up and like or hacking it or whatever mm-hmm. is like, dude, that's like a such a crazy idea. Like at that time, I think you know and well, it, and no yeah. one's have, like really tapped into to that. I don't think like, it's it's also know. yeah it it is also just very eighties. Where like you know what I mean? Like the professor is just like oh, the computer's got a nervous system. So do you. You can hack into it yourself with your power. You know what I mean? It's just like this like where he's just like, All right, like I could do that on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> on a telephone. <laughs> but yeah, but, I mean that's a, but they but do it, that in, in cool. the movie hackers cool, too, though. like but yeah, in yeah. more like mm-hmm. I guess uh, a way you can understand more or make sense more or seems real like a lot more real because obviously you can hack into computers through phones and stuff like that yeah that in scanners that's a really like funny scene yeah. where the guy with the you know the guy who like is uh the double uh agent he works yeah. for the company that's supposed to stop uh, train the good scanners but he also works for the bad scanners yeah he's like creating the drug or helping them yes kind of like yeah the yeah and, and he's just like you know he's telling the guy he's just like he has a gun on him he's just like i want you to like he's all He's all, get into the system. And he's like, all right. He's all, I will. And he just types in, let me into the system. And it says, denied. He's like, yeah, that's it. That's all we can do. Like, that's it. There's no way into this. But yeah. that, whereas like old computers just like worked in that way. Yeah. We're just like, well, how do you get into the program? You just type in, let me into the program. And the computer just does, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like such a funny thing. And then, but yeah, that that is a pretty cool that is like that is pretty cool. And like you know, it, like, it is very like, and again, it's very it's very sexual. You know what I mean? It's like having sex with a car and crash. <laughs> it's like the crimes of the future, the way that they use technology to like you know do operations on them, and it's like yeah. very sexual to them and like people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just very like it's very horny yeah. in a good way. Cronenberg's well, always been horny. Exactly, exactly, in in, in a great way. Yeah. And you know, I and. I'm just I I'm sort of like having this revelation here because mm-hmm. I didn't you know I I love scanners I I own it you know I yeah. watch it and I never thought of it as horny before you know okay, what I mean yeah yeah for you sure you know what I'm saying I obviously knew Dead Ringers was horny you know there's certain ones that you you know you yeah know are horny. well just obviously horny yes this one's a little more subtle yeah. for sure but you but you see that through line of Cronenberg and you're like oh yeah like the boy's <laughs> horny my, my man's horny the Canadian boy's horny you know what I mean but like in in, in this very like very experimental, like just kind of just melting all that together. Technology, like the future, uh, human bodies, just like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, weirdos, freaks, just like fetishes. It's just like everything that he can. Like, you know, just, just, you know, video drone obviously is that as well, right? Like this, like, 
yeah i, I don't know fucking like, the tv <laughs> yeah like you yeah know? yeah yeah and it's coming great. out and reaching out to you and touching you and stuff yes, like that or like putting like just putting your own hand in, in a wound in your own body and yeah. like getting turned on by that yeah. you know what i mean it's just slithering like slithering around you yeah know, getting real deep and and i think you know for me it's a ref- you know and, and i'm behind obviously because i'm sure everyone knows this yeah but you know scanners is horny and i did not realize <laughs> that and so i just want to say that yeah. i'm sorry cronenberg I did not realize how horny this was, uh, but it's horny in the best way. Yeah, but uh, also too, um, rewatching it, uh, it reminded me of uh, the beginning of Possessor, which is directed by his son, where it's kind of like in like a public place where like this like crazy thing happens, and obviously oh, the beginning uh-huh. of Scanners like it's in that mall and stuff, and like well, it they're is chasing him down. Mondo. Yeah. Well, I know, but still, we're, we're, yeah, we're yeah. still so blatantly from your dad. But well, yeah. I mean, it looks so. I mean, the possessor thing is like it looks so cool and like it's yeah. a lot more violent and stuff like that. But this one, is, I mean, the scanners opening is really cool too. It just mm-hmm. like you know, like just sets the mood and like tone and like how you're saying like it's like on that cu- like even though it was in '81, it's like feels like that cusp of eighty like late '80s, early '90s kind of feel. You know, yeah, where, like everything is just going on and. You know, really like uh, well, know, because changing, just I guess. because that mall, yeah, right, the mall. Yeah, it looks like you futuristic sort of. Yes, it, or just like, maybe the way it was filmed. It, it's like, oh uh, yeah, it's got like some eighty stuff too, but it feels also nineties. It's like that yeah. weird, you know. I mean, it's a Cronenberg mall. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's very sexual. Yeah, you know, you could fuck that mall. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could fuck that stick on a pogo or whatever. It's called. <laughs> you, you could fuck that hot dog he was eating, and I would just say that. You know, Cameron, or just right. that when that when he's like uh, when he's scanning that lady too, like just how she's filmed when she's dying is kind of like very sexual. Know, yeah, yeah, like her legs are uh-huh. just like yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty. And I mean, those faces that the scanners make are very much your O face. You know, <laughs> when you're just oh, like it, it's very much that. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, you know, the I scanner will, O. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's it's so I you know I will say that you know you know. Not we need to do a Cronenberg uh, retrospective. Oh yeah, definitely. Just go through everything because again, you know, I think I, we I, said that during Crimes of the Future. It, I we did. Yeah, because uh, you know, from that I'm starting to see a through line of things that I never, you know, obviously I knew that Cronenberg had a through line for certain things, but mm-hmm. I never saw it in every single film that he's done. Yeah, and I think it's there. Yeah, you it know, is for sure. In, in a way that I think is 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 smarter than I thought. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before, and so seeing this, and I, and I will say one thing about Cronenberg as well is that a lot of his films, even with Crimes of the Future and stuff like that, he's very much about like the freaks and yeah. like the underground, the people that nobody wants to know or talk about or like have anything to do with. He he's pretty much like well yeah that's the beginning of scanners where like uh, Cameron's like you know yes. he's a vagrant and just kind of like searching around and you can tell right. he, he's different from everyone else and those two ladies are looking at him talking to him I can't believe they let people in here like this and what it, is he and he's he's you know? Canadian <laughs> they're and all I, Canadian exactly yeah. so I think that's what he's talking about yeah. he thinks Canadian you know and I mean most of the world thinks Canadians are freaks and weirdos and we don't want anything <laughs> to do with them and so Cronenberg's got he's flying the flag for them oh, and I love want, that yeah I love that Canadian love you know what I mean and I, I'm just joking I don't yeah. think that's what he's talking <laughs> no. about but I, no, no, I know no, but, it but really funny. it's like really about like you know like people who are just sort of different 
the in this way. Yes, you know? like that he really celebrates and shows that, yeah, there might be some bad ones of those, but there are good ones as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every yeah. movie has that, you know? Which also, oh, which also the X-Men were doing back in, you know. Exactly. The oh, yeah, time, yeah, know? yeah, exactly. This is comic book material. Yeah. Yeah, Scanners should be a comic book. And the beautiful artwork that is on the Criterion Collection uh, Blu-ray slash DVD. Combo. Which you, combo. Which all you fools protested against for some reason. Yeah, I mean, anyone who's well, listening to this is probably not one of those people. But yeah, you're But you're if you idiot. are. Yeah, you're an idiot. I'm shaking my fist. But, but like the artwork I mean, on that, it should be, there should be a comic book of Scanners. Yeah. I want a comic book of Scanners. I want it all. Yeah. Because Scanners is such a good Cronenberg has such a great uh like um you know eye and 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 pen for that, right? Like that idea of like just taking him off and like these every there's you know, this reminded me so much and again of like crimes of the future of like just you know, like this this little journey, this kind of noir like detective journey that goes through you know what I mean? He's gotta meet yeah. these certain characters and like find these things out. You know, him finding out that oh like you know, when uh, Michael Ironside, you know, who's the bad guy, is mm-hmm. just like, I'm your brother. It's yeah. just like, you know, it's just like in the same thing in Crimes of the Future, he just finds out that there's, you know what I mean? That like, you find out that he's like undercover, working undercover. You know, there's always like something, Cronenberg yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was really, uh, yeah, that didn't feel like shoehorned in or like, did it No, like, no, it doesn't. It Like, you know, where it's that, oh, that's like, that's fucking lame, you know, but it makes sense, you know. And it makes sense why uh, Dr. Ruth was searching for them, for the other brother, you know, to, like, get uh, Ironside under control or, like, you know, try to defeat him or something Mm -hmm. or, like, you know, so this wouldn't go, like, because Ironside is trying to create more scanners. And I don't think that Ruth was trying to do that, like, you know, it was just kind of something he stumbled upon. It was an accident. Yeah. Yes. It was something, a a drug for his wife that he created or whatever. But yeah, and to look, stop look, it. look, look. Anytime a man does anything to a woman, it's just an accident. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> scanner. <laughs> that's what we call. <laughs> Never mind. But yeah, um, I mean that's. I mean that's just a really cool story plot idea. Yes. I mean that's like so insane. And, and, and you know? it's also like it's sort of like it's very much like a made for television. It should be a longer thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's definitely made to like have that world stretched out and like yeah. those characters stretch out. But it can only be with Cronenberg. And let's just say the reason why, you know, people are probably like, oh, why would you compare Scanners with American Werewolf in Paris? You know, what are those? And, you know, there isn't too much of a, uh, a connection there. It was hard to find something that had to do with werewolves in the Criterion Collection. But for me, the reason why I compared it is because of the special effect aspects the practical special effects the practical special yeah. effects so scanners here um i mean that you know you have uh the great dick smith mm-hmm. right who is like uh he did the makeup for godfather you know he made marlon brando look older okay same thing for amadeus when he looks older as well mm. he also did all the stuff for linda blair in the exorcist i oh, mean okay. he's like wow. a legend yeah like he's a real legend Mm-hmm. And then you also have Chris Wall- Wallace, 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 right? Uh-huh. Um, well, anyway, the the makeup people on this, like, and the special effects people, like, they literally put together like everything as practical as possible, right? So you have the famous scene in Scanners that we all know and talk about, right? Yeah, where the dude with the glasses, his head blows up because Michael Ironside 
pretends that he's not a scanner and ends up, you know, using the powers to blow his head up. And so how do they do that, you're wondering? You're just like, well, you know, how do they do that practically? In fact, some guy went back in the back of some dummy with a shotgun with bullets full of like, a, I, I guess it's like some sort of salt. And they blasted the dummy's <laughs> head okay. to make that explosion and that look. Yeah. Right? And they're like, you know, in the Criterion Collection, they have like the, the you know, the, the behind the scenes thing where they talk about it. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, yeah, there, there'd be no way they would let anyone do that. You know what yeah. I mean? And so they talk about how they made like a head of, you know, clay. Mm-hmm. And they blew it up and they're like, yeah, it just looked like clay blowing up. They did like a rubber kind of head. And they just like blew it up in this way. And they're just like, yeah, it looks like we're just blowing up a, a head, mm-hmm. like a, a fake head. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like real. And so there's like, oh, figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, let's just figure it out. And then finally, you're just like, you know what? Let's stop messing around. I'm going to take a shotgun and I'm going <laughs> to blow this thing. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. like from the inside, like they yes. pointed up or something. Yeah. Or so like, he yeah. was sitting like behind it oh, and okay. had the shotgun pointed right to the back of the yeah. head. So where they filmed it, they filmed that scene in a university. Uh-huh. Right. So and they're just like, all right, like we can't do that in the actual university. Yeah, you can tell they cut to like a, yes. a thing. Yeah. You know, so they have like so no one is around him when yes. they do it, that. You they know? said they were like in a warehouse, like that was sort of like beaten down, like mm-hmm. open and like outside pretty yeah. much. And like they just like covered that dummy with like you know, black yeah. surrounding. Like mm-hmm. it's just all dark, darkened. Yeah. And yeah, and some guy just like he told everyone, like, get out of here. Yeah. Like, besides, let, let, let the cameras roll and just leave. Because yeah. I'm going to shoot this shotgun and I don't know where it's, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. it's going to splatter or whatever. And so, like, yeah, they got that shot. And, yeah, that that sort of. And that's, like, one of the most famous things out of scan. Yes. Is like, that's what everyone talks about. Right, right. And, head exploding. And so, yeah, obviously, when we get to the later movie, it's like the werewolf transformation. Yeah, the transformation but scene. It, is but like, it's like that that idea of, like, at that time. You know, this new sort of, like, way of doing, like, horror, right? Like, Mm -hmm. really just, I don't know, like, not just, like, some fake, you know, knife going in and it, like, retracts. You know what I mean? And, like, some, like, really bad-looking blood drips down. It's, like, really trying to make you feel, like, gross. Yeah. Like, Uh really trying to make you feel that that's happening. And when you see that head explode, obviously you know it's fake. Yeah, but yeah. you do feel like this sort of like visceral, like ooh, like that's gross. Yeah, like, especially you know when I mean? you first saw it. It's yeah, like, yeah. It, I mean, even still, I like when that scene happens. I'm like, my eyes are glued to the screen. You know? Yeah, it's like a it's really just, great because I want to feel that again. <laughs> you know, when I first saw it, like the head being exploded. I th- I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. I was I, yeah. Damn, that's all, crazy. I didn't know that they used the shotgun. Yeah, it's that's like insane. It's, yeah, it's one of like the best special effects stories yeah in my opinion at mm-hmm. least i mean i don't know all of them but i guess i'll just say that no anyway. you know all of them <laughs> no, but, but you know what i mean like that that to me is just like oh yeah that's like that's literally like a crew of dudes being like damn we gotta make this like the best ever yeah and nowadays there'd be like 50 people would be like yeah we'll just get on the computer and just uh yeah. you know you know it would just be so like eh, like yeah. yeah and then so <clears throat> the great dick smith who did all those things mm-hmm did not do that shotgun thing. Yeah. But at the ending and in the end of it, when the veins pop up oh, on the okay. side and of them, pop, yeah, and the it's all and, practical. Yeah. He he made that. He uh, invented that. Yeah. Like he invented that effect. Mm-hmm. He like, 
I can't remember what the name of the kind of like latex and the stuff that they use, but they explain it in the extras. That means you got to buy the the Blu-ray. Yeah. But they like the way they explain what he does, like and and how he just figured that out. They were all just like all the other guys were just like, oh yeah, you're you're a genius. Like, <laughs> That's this, awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. because it looks fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, uh, like but, it looks insane. Yeah, it looks for that, gross as hell. Yeah, yeah, it, like, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't know what it would look something like that would look like but it was just like yeah if you're saying he invented it just like it just makes it like so much like and it just looks so crazy like you know they're like it looks like it looks like they're getting boils on their on yes. their face you know but it's just like you know like just yeah. the raw, and you feel like the raw power of it's them like fighting you know? it's, like, it's sort of like literally seeing like a mosquito bite in real time just like form up yeah like you know when you like have a mosquito bite mosquito it, yeah, yeah and your skin is like hanging off of yeah. it you know it's like puffed up yeah like that's what it looks like and that's gross to me yeah like that makes my skin crawl <laughs> and so that's me like seeing that and then when i you know like well anyway like r.i.p the great dick smith yeah you know what i mean that was like, awesome he did some great stuff in this, and that's why you know that's why I compared it with American Whale from Paris, and that's why it's one of the greatest. You know, I mean, I guess it's like sci-fi, but it it you know it's a good Halloween film, I think. So it's as a well. horror movie just because I, someone's going say, in your mind, like you know, it's a different kind of killing that's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's not necessarily it, uh, like scare telekine- telekinesis, and, but that is kind of scary. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that is very scary. That's like a scary thing to just like. That idea of like someone can just make you do stuff with your mind. Yeah. And I think that's like, you know, David Cronenberg is very like anti-government, anti like corporation establishment. Yeah. I think that very much is like a, a comment on that, right? Like just, just the way everything is filmed, everything is just such like a, a jagged like square building. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and he obviously filmed this in Canada, so they got it looks like that there, you know. Mm-hmm. Enemy, the Denny Villeneuve movie that, oh, that we yeah. did an episode on, it's filmed yes. there too, so everything looks very just, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it just has a modern yeah. twist on, like, you know, buildings. Yeah. Because yeah. everything is so, like, yeah, older everywhere else. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I think, like, Cronenberg obviously is talking about some, I don't know exactly what, but obviously there's so many corporations, like, uh, what is it? The. Um, the concept oh. concept is the the main one that that uh, the good guys supposedly oh, okay. and then the bad one is like bio something and it really is just a matter of like yeah. showing you that like those type of things just take over your mind yeah and they just get in your head and make you do things you know what i mean because everything is bad right yeah. it just shows or try you, to sell you things yes you know, or just, try to like yeah or just like they use you for whatever it's yeah. just like oh you you're on the good guy side and then you find out like the good guys are not really that good they yeah. don't they're not like they're they're literally poisoning babies or whatever the case yeah may be, where they're you know trying I mean? to make everything black and white but yeah. everything obviously is isn't like in which you understand very, that later you know like, yeah which i think like is very cronenberg yeah that's like he's just like anti-everything yeah. but He's pro sex with cars. He's pro like you know what I mean. He's, he's pro freak. Pro yeah. He's fetish. pro pro yeah. He's pro freak. He's pro f- fetish. He's pro like you know what I mean. He's just like pro like yeah like naked lunch. You know what I mean. Like let's have Come a naked on, lunch. Let's do it. Let's crash, baby. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean. And and you know obviously I've known that, but this movie yeah. Scanners, which I love, really so little fight it a little more for you, I guess. Yeah. So should we do our final thoughts? Yes, we should. Mondo, do your final thoughts first. Mine I mean, be really quick. Yeah. So. Scanners classic. You can't go wrong with it. I mean, I could probably watch this every day <laughs> for sure. You know? Yeah. It yeah. just, it's not like, it's, it's not yeah. one of those slogs or anything's boring. It just like, it's pretty awesome from the get go. I mean, we know? didn't even really talk about the acting too much, but 
I heard that's like uh, I that this is not my opinion, but I've heard people that talk about it. They always like that's the one thing bad about scanners. Well, I, I the main uh, yes uh, actor. Yes, I've He's heard that a lot. And like, but I will know. say there's like a really good argument for him in mm-hmm. the essay in the Criterion Collection. Oh, really? Like, okay, nice. Yeah, where it talks about why that makes sense, why he's the person, and mm-hmm. and it does, and, well, it, and does, it says it, it better in there than I could say. Then I, yeah, then yeah. either of us could articulate. Right. You know, where like I kind of feel like yeah, he is kind of. He should be kind of dry because of his mm-hmm. whole past because he doesn't remember anything. He doesn't yeah. even know. He should be naive. Yeah, he's he just kind of yeah. like, you mm-hmm. know, just wandering around. Yeah, he doesn't because yeah. he doesn't know what he's done in the past because his brain has been like, you know, I guess kind of washed or something. I don't know how. I don't know if they explain that, how like he doesn't remember his past really or what he's done or. Yeah, you know. I mean, they, they said like because Michael Ironside mentions that they like kept him in like a like an like kept. The other guy in like yeah. an incubator, incubator or something yeah. like in a deep sleep forever, like oh, okay. to like so that he couldn't remember yeah. until he got loose or something yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like also like Wolverine, right? Like yeah. Weapon X, baby. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marvel. Get on it. Dick. Get Cronenberg. On Ironside. <laughs> Ironside is Sabretooth. Uh, uh, Car- oh, Cameron is Wolverine. Damn. dude. And then you get Cronenberg behind the camera. Yeah. Marvel, you fools. Kevin Feige hit up Cronenberg. He can do it. They try to do Fantastic Four like Cronenberg is what they say. Oh, that new one with Miles is that what Teller. they call that with Josh Trank? Yeah, the he said that he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it like." Body oh, he was horror. trying. Yeah, he was trying to say body horror, like, and yeah. really throw that around. But damn, there was yeah. There's another. There's something else. There's someone who does something else with like superheroes that's kind of like a body horror thing. Where I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but. Where it's like really scary and you just feel like, oh, that's, yeah, if you saw Mr. Fantastic, that'd be fucking gross, you know, like just him flopping around. Maybe it was the boys or something. They did that. But I, I mean, know. yeah, but, the but boys anyway. does it pretty well. Yeah. I mean, Venture Brothers does it very well as well. Yeah. Maybe it was Venture Brothers. Yeah. Cause it's like the that. human torch is just like a guy screaming. Yeah. He's just he's screaming because he's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really yeah. like, and then the rock, like. Like the thing, you know, he's like yeah, all he's, rock. He's just like yeah, it like hurts. Yeah, like it hurts that he has that on his skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe it was the Venture Brothers. Okay, yeah. damn. Oh shit. All right, but anyway, yeah. Watch Scanners. I mean, watch it every day. For it, it doesn't have to be Halloween to watch a David Cronenberg film. But it's a good you know? Halloween. Hey, but come on. It's a good one to show. To Again, people, to get it, get get your get update that list. Yeah, get your list up, homie. Come on, stop being a film bro. Be a film fool. Yeah, we don't need any more uh, uh, Edward Scissorhands on our Halloween list. Yeah, we don't need any <laughs> more Nightmare Before Christmas either. Yeah, you heathens, you disgusting pigs. Anyway, <laughs> Mondo, your last thoughts. Uh, yeah, I mean, on, I, honestly, I think Scanners is a perfect movie. <laughs> I give it a oh, uh, all right. Yeah, I give it five uh, hot pogos. Okay, hot all pogos right. on a stick. Okay. Damn, I wasn't I wasn't expecting the perfect movie. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Scanners, but that's good though because again, we are. Uh, I got a uh, shout out to Beyond Fest. Uh, I got the Cronenberg for President shirt. Oh, which yeah. again, which is true. Which which yeah, which he wouldn't want to be. I don't think now that you're saying. No, of course he yeah. wouldn't. He would not want to be at all. He's he would yeah. be against that. He so thinks that's that that. shit. He's not trying to be the authority. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's what's great about Cronenberg. What's great about this film. He's not trying to be the authority. He's not even trying to be horror. He's not even trying to be sci-fi. He's not trying to be anything. He's just Cronenberg. He's just yeah. He's, he's just a right? freak. Yeah, yeah. He's just like flying his weirdo flag, 
And he doesn't give a shit what it is, what you classify it under, what you do with it. Just take it. Yeah. And that's what I love about Scanners. That's what I love about his whole filmography that obviously we'll get into because, you know, everything's either going to be in the Criterion Collection or we're going to bring it. Yeah. Uh, Because like you said, I don't know if Scanners is a perfect movie Mm -hmm. for me. I love it. I I do love it. It's one of my favorite of his. But we'll get into his perfect movies later. But this one certainly is a four. Um, I mean, it, you know, it's a four. Uh, it's a four nut face. I mean, that's what goes on in this movie. Let's just say it right <laughs> here and there. Scanners is really about the nut face. It's about the O face. When when a man is nutting, he's scanning. <laughs> that's what it, that's what Cronenberg's trying to say. And scan I and I nut. agree. Scan the nut. Because sometimes you know when when you know when you orgasm, you you might be able to read someone's mind. <laughs> just depends it depends it depends on the orgasm and uh Cronenberg knows that criterion collection knows that <laughs> and the criterion cult knows that as well and so yeah uh watch scanners if you haven't yeah i mean you're just you're just silly yeah uh but we're gonna we're gonna start howling out the moon we're gonna talk about an american werewolf in london so it's october so you know we have to do some episodes about horror films or at least what we think are horror films and you know Mondora did Scream. Uh, well, I guess these are two body horror films, too. Also. Yeah, they're yeah. body horror. Yeah, yeah. they okay. go together. Yeah. You did Scream and Halloween, which are like the typical white face slasher. <laughs> and these are, you yeah. know, these are two, these are two, uh, these are stories about white boys discovering their body and getting all warped about it. Yeah. And so my pick to be in the Criterion Collection and to be part of the, uh, you know, their horror collection, which is very small at this point. Yeah. It's growing. You yeah. know, we talked about earlier how they do appreciate it. So, you know, it's probably hard for them to get the rights on these things because, you know, you have great things like, you know, some people are probably listening to this and like, well, hey, you know, Arrow already released. Yeah. Great well, that also, yeah, yeah, we have a lot, uh, a lot of uh, these other boutiques like uh, Scream Factory or arrow right. or vinegar syndrome or they're kind yes. of dedicated to horror almost yes know? like in, and especially like uh you know like a lot of b-movie stuff a lot of yeah. uh, underground stuff that not a lot of people talk about or like and lo- not that, not lost that this, films not that this movie is that but but it is sort of like a cult film right but it is released on arrow right it is released on arrow i do have the arrow blu-ray it's got a bunch of fantastic features uh fantastic cover but you know this is the criterion cult podcast and so as much as we appreciate all those things, we still want to bring things and just have them be in the Criterion Collection. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just for fun. Just for funsies. Just for podcast, you know, sake. Um, but if you can get the Arrow edition of this, do that. But so we're talking about an American werewolf in London, and that's from 1981, directed by John Landis. Um, uh, this is from Letterboxd. So again, you know, they got a tagline, which is, beware the moon. Two American tourists in England, you're scared already, are attacked <laughs> by a werewolf that none of the locals would admit exists. Ooh. Now, who's in this, you're wondering? Uh, well, you've got David Nutton. Nutton? A Nutton. Ooh. A lot of nuts <laughs> going on. What else is that guy in? I don't know. Right? Is this the only film he's in? Uh, I think he was in, well, he's in Body Bags. Didn't you say you wanted to see that? I have seen Body Bags. It's okay. the well, anthology in, horror one. Right? Oh, well, he's in... Some, From well, he's John in Carpenter. Carpenter. He's also, um, in, uh, 
Ice Cream Man with Clint Howard, which I believe is a horror movie. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. about that. Well, he plays David Kessler. Okay. And uh, Jenny Agutter plays Nurse Alex Price. You have the uh, underrated and great uh, from After Hours, Martin Scorsese's uh, very own Griffin Dunn. Yes, uh, Martin Scorsese gave birth to him. <laughs> yeah, as Jack Goodman. You have John Woodvine as Dr. J.S. Hirsch. Don McKillop as Inspector Villers, Brian Glover as the chess player, David Schofield as a dart player, Lila Kay as the barmaid. You got Rick Mayhill as the second uh, chess player who's in the bar in the in the uh, what is it called? The the oh the the sheep's yeah something? the the severed uh, sheep's head or whatever yeah, yeah I forget but it, it's a guy from Drop Dead Fred. Oh, he's Drop Dead Fred? He's one of the patrons. Oh, yeah, gotcha, yeah. He's, gotcha. he's one of the guys in. That's why I brought it. And then, obviously, Frank Oz. Mm-hmm. He's oh, in yeah. there. Um, why, why can't we remember that? Anyway, so <clears throat> we're talking about American Werewolf in London. Uh, in London, you say? Uh, <laughs> yes. Ah, you were going to, ah, yeah. That's I, what I would say. Yeah. That's how, that is how werewolves talk. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> That's a good werewolf impression. Yeah. That's how Lon Chaney how did it. How do I get in, in London, hit? And so that's my pick. Mondo, um, you know, since I'm bringing this, I'm going to ask you, what is your, uh, you know, what are you, where, what was the first time you seen American Werewolf in London? Uh, I saw it a long time ago when I got on like a horror kick, like in Ooh. 2004, 2005-ish, six-ish maybe. Okay. Uh, okay. Like I just like, I was like, oh, I should see these movies. Or right. Whatever. Like, yeah, it's like, and, it's cause it's on the list of, you know, yeah. it's like one of those. And, yeah. and, and, and plus I had never really grown up with a lot of horror movies. So I missed a lot of that stuff. And, you know, I was like, and then that was the time when like, you know, when you would mail the disc to Netflix and stuff and you know, mm. back. And mm-hmm. so I would get like, you know, I would do it that way. We are men of certain age, remember, for those listening. <laughs> yeah, remember, it wasn't just streaming. Netflix yeah, no, was no. A male, no. a male thing. And and even the streaming thing was very limited, very limited. You, yeah. There was like, there there wasn't, they had there was the just office like, and, there, was, there was like one strip. Yeah. You couldn't like go down a bunch of strips and yeah. find a bunch of like categories. It was like Ratatouille and like. Uh, the office. Yeah, yeah. like the office, yeah. like a few was, things. Yeah. Yeah. Before the office was even like even cared, never know, anyone really cared about the the American one kind of. Yeah, you posers. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't watch the office. But anyway, that's uh, yeah. a real horror. Yeah, <laughs> that's a real, a real shame. Real that's a, that's the real <laughs> jump scare here. <laughs> <laughs> the real boo, <laughs> the real boo hoo, huh? <laughs> I don't ever watch the. Mono's not a fan of the office. Oh my god. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> what you? <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, so I'd only seen it that one American time, Werewolf and like I'd for like yeah, I know I know I just like watched it. And that, I don't know, I I didn't like uh, especially make a impression on me when I first saw it. Oh, you know, oh yeah. So yeah, I haven't seen it since then until today. Really? When I watched it, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy to me because it, I, I mean I'm not like a horror guy at all. Yeah. So I just like saw this movie maybe like two years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I literally did not. I, I never watched stuff like this. It just wasn't in, you know, it wasn't on my radar of yeah. stuff to watch. I just didn't really care for it and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, if you listen to the other episodes for anyone who actually follows along, 
you'll you'll know that I've 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 admitted to it that I don't you know what I mean? I don't really follow horror. I sort of you know, I, I, I sort of look down on it. You know, oh. if you if you listen to our Night of the Living Dead episode, I talk about that, how I sort of looked at that as like a lesser movie that like I'm surprised I was surprised it was in the Criterion Collection because why would something like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it makes sense because yeah. I get it now. You know what I mean? I'm growing into it. I understand it. I understand the yeah. art behind all of that. And so an American Werewolf in London, seeing it for the first time recently, again, it was probably like two or three years ago when I saw it. Yeah. I really saw it for like the... Sort of like a, I guess it was, in a sense, a, a werewolf movie that I would make myself, right? It's got a little humor. Yeah. It's sort of just really about, I mean, you know, I, I really, we can get into what it's about in a lot of ways right now, <laughs> okay. but, but, I, but, but for this conversation, I will say that it was, it was not scary. It's not a scary movie, obviously, but I really did enjoy the practical effects of it mm-hmm. and the sort of visceral feeling that I had seen him transform into the werewolf in the same way that we talked about, you know, the head exploding in scanners. These special effects really do feel like you're watching something happening in front of you as opposed to just a bunch of CGI shit or just, you know, as opposed to Benicio del Toro turning into the wolf man. You know what I mean? And like a CGI hair growing out of his head. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to see CGI hair growing out of anything. I want to see real hair. No matter where it's growing out of. I want to see it. I want to see it grow up. I mean, Teen Wolf did it pretty good. Should I have? But that's not, again, that's not CGI hair. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like, uh, and so here, the way that they do it, like, you know what I mean? The great Rick Baker, who is, you know, a legendary... Uh, creature effects artist. He's Make, special effects makeup artist, right? Yeah, yeah. special effects, creature effects, you yeah. know, sex effects. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he did Star Wars, Video Drone, ah, Cronenberg, yeah. ah, all the connection. He did uh, this movie. He did The Grinch, Nutty Professor, The Frighteners. I mean, he did Same The Wolfman we were just making fun of with, uh, <laughs> with Benicio del Toro. <laughs> I heard that one was okay, wasn't it? Or no? All right, so you're gonna come at me like that. All right, I fine. I guess. I never maybe saw it. it is. I don't know. I never saw it either. Yeah. So maybe I'm just kind of you know maybe I'm just kind of swinging swinging at Wolfman for no reason. But this American Werewolf in Paris, I think, in London. London. Excuse me. London, Paris. Oh my God, <laughs> that's scared. blasphemy! I can't believe yeah. I just did that. <laughs> American Werewolf in London. This one, it, the reason why I want to bring it to the collection is because of obviously those special effects. But I, really, you know, it's directed by John Landis, and that's uh, that. That might be <laughs> that's a, problematic. That, right? that, 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 that you know, no one likes John Landis, and I, mean, I understand why. I mean, they have Roman Polanski in the collection, so well, sure. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, no, of course, yeah, yeah. And, and John we can't Landis, even get Woody back in, dude. but I wouldn't. <laughs> but I wouldn't. Uh, I. It's not even. John Landis. Okay, so one of the, one of the reasons why I bring that up is because I feel like this movie is really. I feel like John Landis went to London, like on a vacation, mm-hmm. maybe a backpacking vacation, like mm-hmm. the characters here. I don't know, but yeah. he went on a vacation there, and he had a really bad time, and he really just like does not like the people of the United Kingdom. And wow, he just—he's like they're a bunch of fumbling idiots. He's just like he got hurt hiking, and he's just like their their healthcare system is stupid. Their police, like isn't someone, he Canadian? 
Uh, John Landis? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I think he might he, be. I think he is. Yeah, he might be. I don't know, but yeah. But Sorry. like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just like, he's like, oh yeah, like, hey, someone pushed me off a cliff and I broke my, my leg while I was hiking. Someone attacked me and the healthcare system sucks. Their police system sucks. They're a bunch of bumbling idiots. I can't do anything but get laid by a nurse. Like, he's just like, it's like this weird comment about like how like incompetent everything in 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 london is you know what i mean yeah it's just like if you go there if you go over there and you get if you go hiking you get hurt you're screwed because uh the 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 doctor sucks the police suck no one's gonna help you like you they're just gonna like you know they're just gonna give you the runaround there's like a bunch of bureaucracy into that right like and so it's like a little metaphor of that i feel like that is funny. in sort of a way not is, not like completely yeah. maybe i'm just like high and no that, that but... is funny because i did feel like I, I was getting that from the film today where yeah he didn't like his stay in london but mm-hmm. but then i was also thinking maybe that's why he filmed it in london so he can get a free vacation out of it or something but but yeah from every, like uh, like almost immediately i mean even kind of like was it griffin dunn and the other guy david Cloud, oh, what I forget his name. Yeah, David. David. Yeah, he. They were like, I don't know. Even there, they're they're kind of like, I don't know. They're just, yeah, they're kind of looking. Well, especially Griffin Dunn is kind of looking down upon uh, London and what they're doing. Yes. They go. They. they yeah. They're just like they're they, always talking about how stupid everyone yeah, is. Like they just come in there and there's like you know there's nothing there. I don't even know mm-hmm. why they would go to North London. They. It, you know, like they don't even say like a thing. Oh, we want to see this or there, but or this or that. But uh, they rather be in Rome or Paris or wherever. Uh, Rome is what Rome. they talk yeah, about. Yeah, right. I mean, it's a bunch of different places yeah. that are just. But yeah, like they're back. They're doing their Euro that. trip yeah. or whatever, which you know makes sense. And that it seems like yeah, that every did young happen. white boy gets to do. Yeah, <laughs> and it also seems crazy at that time. Like fuck, I would never do that without a cell phone. Now, like I would, I wouldn't even know how you would do that. You know, like you would actually have to talk to people, I guess, is what the thing is. And like make friends with the locals. Yeah. And just like know where there there are phones. Yeah. But also like, you know, they can't even make friends with the locals because it's a full moon out and they have this terrorist uh, werewolf that comes out and they all stay in the same place, you know, to like hide from them and have a a pentagram on the on the wall. (laughs) Yeah. You know, well, and and then also, okay, so. That's another thing too, right? Because I think like the the werewolf metaphor is sort of right. It's like about the changing of a person, right? In terms of like, uh, I guess this is growing up. Well, it's sort of right. In this case, it's like a maturity level, right? Like, obviously, when he gets attacked by the wolf, but okay, so. When he gets attacked by the wolf, there is no like sex involved, but they are both horny teenagers. When it starts off and they're they get dropped off and they're backpacking, mm-hmm. and uh, you know when they get dropped off, guess what? They get dropped off with a bunch of sheep. Mm-hmm. Huh? They are the sheep yeah. being led to the slaughter. Yes. Hey, hey. John Landis knows what he's doing there, yeah. huh? Well, yeah. Metaphors the, there. Yeah, well, I wish I could remember the name of the stupid bar. The yeah, slaughtered, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a, the sheep. The, this is the slaughtered sheep. The, the slaughtered lamb. Slaughtered lamb. Right. Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So there. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. Do, 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 do. Anyway, so yeah, so they get dropped off, right? Like, and they're there, and they're just like walking about, and like, yeah, they're it's it just there's no sex, but 
when they first do that, they're talking about like where uh, Griffin Dunn is talking about how he wants to get laid. Yeah. You know? And so, so, and he gets attacked by the wolf and he doesn't turn into the wolf until he has sex with the nurse. Right. And then, you know, he turns into the wolf and the second time he turns into the wolf, there is the porno going on in the movie theater. Mm Mm-hmm. That's when he turns into the wolf into this the second time. Yeah, well, that's where Griffin Dunn leads him to, right? Yes. So, so like, there's he's always still some like, lady. <laughs> there's like always like some afterlife. sort of like sense of like sex, right? Or sick, yeah, sexual tension. Yes, like, uh, and frustration. So it's, it, it's like the idea of like him, like that's his maturity, like taken. And to me, you know, I see it now, like watching it now. I'm like, oh, like it's literally about like it's like once a white boy has sex with a girl. He's going to turn into a werewolf in terms of he's just going to turn into a really bad guy and go and hurt a bunch of people. And so he should just kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, you flew off that one. What do you mean? Come on. (laughs) That's what it's trying to say. That's what Griffin Dunn tells him. That's what Mac. That's what John Lance is telling me. And that's Landis no, no. was sexually frustrated. I'm not saying white people. I I think it's like really very much like a man thing, not yeah. white people. But you know, like a man thing in terms of like once they get that like lust of that, once they get a taste, it's like a self destructive thing, yeah. right? I don't know if it's like a full, a fully grown metaphor because again, it's a horror movie, and yeah. you know, you don't need those. What you need is smart people. To sit around and watch them and make up the metaphors for oh, them. Is there was there anything on the Blu-ray that John Landis talks about this? Or did you, I, I haven't watched it? all the extras on oh, this okay. yet. Yeah, because I would I, I I would be interested in what he has to say about it. Or he just wanted, I don't think he, I would be. He just wants he just wanted to make a horror film. You think or what? I he, think so. I think because yeah. you know again one of the reasons why I'm sort of bringing this is because it very much is just it could just be a straight horny comedy horror film. Yeah, there is no reason for you to look deeper into it if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there is no reason for you to have like a metaphor for it or anything. You know what I mean? It could just be like, you know, I mean, Griffin Dunn's character just popping up all shredded as a ghost. Just being like, hey, David. Yeah. It's what's really up? Goofy. It's yeah. very goofy. It's very yeah. funny. Like, you know, that's one of the reasons why I liked it. Why when I first saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is like it feels a little different or it feels like it's sort of ahead, not ahead of, of its time, but it. It obviously it's not spawned. taking it so like you know so earnestly the yes. horror genre yeah, yeah where everything at that time was like was really taking itself like seriously super seriously and earnest and like really you but know trying took, to make a kill but it, but it took the body horror and it took that stuff seriously yeah you know what I mean but, yeah, yeah I know what you mean but yeah yeah it like it's like you know like poking fun at it at itself a little bit I guess but. Also, like, yeah, especially because when he says like, "Oh, don't I need a silver bullet?" and he's yeah. like, "Oh, come on, David, like grow yeah. up or whatever." Yeah, where they turn the tropes on it, like yes. they make fun yeah, of the yeah. tropes of like a werewolf, you know, and they have the frame of reference of the Universal horror movie, right? Yeah, don't they? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's that, and and obviously like all the slasher films that are going on, like you know, why can't a, were- a werewolf is a sla- like a slasher kind of in itself? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just because it's like an animal. That yeah, people don't it's consider not a, that. Like yeah, a yeah. physical weapon. It's uh-huh. like he is the wet, like you know, he is the mon- the monster, but a monster or slasher, I guess. You well, know? yeah, because again, I think you know the werewolf metaphor is supposed to be more so about transformation. Yeah. An American werewolf in London. His transformation is that he just got that he just he just had sex with a British nurse, who took him home for no reason, 
yeah. you know, this uh, slashed up American boy. Yeah, well, don't you want to take the little puffy dog home? Want to heal his wounds? Well, there you go. You know? That's what it was, right? It, it yeah. still keeps in that, like, and he's literally just like a little dog running yeah. around, gets himself locked out of the house, yeah. running around, has to go back into the doggy door. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that is like, like a, that's like a class. Yeah, that's like a classic cartoon. Yeah, it's uh, like very much you know, comedy. It's yeah. it's like a funny thing mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh yeah, look, he's like a he's like a dog. He's becoming a dog. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he can't do anything but just like have no shoes on. And run around the house and just yeah. be like, I'm not hungry. Yeah. Like, you know, and just like how dogs are. Where they're yeah. just like, oh, they go look at food and like, I'm not hungry. And just go run around a couple <laughs> couple more times and Dude, then go to back to the thing yeah. and be like, I'm not hungry. Like, you know, yeah. that's what he does there. So, you know, I mean, that's kind of, you know, as much as I hate John Lannis because he killed people <laughs> and he created the worst uh, son on earth. Which, spawned the worst yes, son on Max earth. Max yeah. Landis, yeah. <laughs> who thank God... Which got, probably saw American uh, who, Werewolf in London way too many times. Well, and, who not only, thank God, got canceled for being a horrible piece of shit, but he, he got canceled, so now he won't be able to do the remake of this fucking movie, which he was supposed to do. Was he? Oh, yes. I didn't know there was... You know, because he got the blessing from his dad in the studio. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? In the and studio. So, oh, well, and the studio. Well, that you know, but yeah, you know, because yeah. you have to. I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, that's the only way you can. Is the people who own the rights. I thought you said in the studio. No, like, no, what are you I, talking I, about. No, the dad. Yeah. Can give him the blessing, but the fucking John Landis doesn't own the rights of this shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Does, yeah, I yeah. Know. It's like the studio. So yeah. the studio has to be like, all right, we'll do this for yeah. you, and your fucking stupid son. So he was gonna do a reboot of this. Oh, jeez, that yes. would have been awful. Thank <clears> God. I mean, not thank God. Not thank God that he's a fucking creep. <laughs> but thank God that he's a creep and got caught for it. Well, he's not a creep. He's a psychopath. He's like a literal psychopath. Yes, he uh, is. He's but... he's literally an American werewolf in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> he is, and he's loose out there. And we need a. He's sil- a Canadian werewolf, and in you Hollywood. don't even need a sil- silver bullet to put that boy down. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, Mondo. American Werewolf in London. What are we thinking? Are, are, are you know what I mean? Are we, are we leaning towards? You're not really giving me any pushback, so I'm kind of liking that. But uh, I don't mean I don't know really what to give you pushback on this film, other than that. I mean, there could have been a little more going on, but I mean that's not. I mean that's here nor there. That's just like that's kind of like a a soft complaint. Like I don't you know like. I'd, but I said, but you know, in, in the same way that I was talking about scanners, how that feels like '90s, but it's mm-hmm. '80s, like going into that. Yeah, this feels very much like '70s going into '80s. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? This feels more like a '70s film that you would mm-hmm. think of. You know, I think of like "Don't Look, Don't Look Now," right? The one that's yeah, on yeah. Criterion, and like certain things like that, where it's like, I, you know, we already paired that with something, but I think yeah. I would probably pair that with this okay. because of that, like. Americans in a place where they're like out of what fish out of water yeah and something happens to them that they can't you know what I mean like it's sort of a metaphor for you know when you go to London you there's just gonna be a bunch of fucking people being like get out of here cheerio (laughs) get the hell out of here we Yankee we ain't got nothing but get us here like damn wanker and then it's just like it's like all right okay I guess I'll go home and then like the bar wench is just like 
tell him don't let him leave and then yeah. they're just like no and he's on his own now and just like um i'm getting an uber is everything okay <laughs> like you know what's yeah. going on and I you mean, don't know that there's yeah. like a wolf loose in the woods you know what yeah. i mean well like, i mean i did like the whole setup where they're just getting dropped off in like you know middle of nowhere and they they can't yeah. even go into this local establishment and be you know, treated with maybe some hospitality, hospitality, you know, like hospitality. Hospit, I don't know. I was trying to say that, but hospitality works. You know, and Mexican American in London. Hospitality. They're like, excuse me, fuck you, fuck off, your hospitality. Oh, slag off. Yeah, yeah. Where's the hospitality? I need help. I swear I'm not drunk. I haven't had a drink in years. No, he's not. I am. Yeah, and I'm high. But anyway, you know, like they can't even like. Yeah, that is kind of funny that you know, you know the 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 locals are like you know like weary of them and they don't want to tell them that there's a werewolf you know but i think it's that's a very also, good like i'm saying it's a very good i like i really like the setup of no no film, of course know? but but i think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier that i feel like that's also uh sort of john lannis's like view of those people yeah it is like it, they're a bunch of like fucking that, yeah. assholes yeah and when i'm just like a guy just a, i'm just a, a normal white guy like you yeah. <laughs> i'm backpacking through your nice country yeah. can i get a, a meal and they're like no fuck you you know yeah. what i mean and i feel like he probably felt that when he went there yeah and so he's just like oh oh yeah you bunch of yeah. werewolves well, that's what that's what we think he felt but you know we don't know how he felt actually, oh, i know so but yeah, it was it was a really cool setup, and then that they're I don't just care. like kind of like backpacking and walking, like and they stray off the road, of course, you know, and all the, and then the attack from the werewolf is really cool too, like how yes. it's shown, you know, yes, like because it, yeah, again, Griffin it, Dunn just gets mauled like the fuck yeah, out and, of, you, and you don't really see the werewolf until like the third act, yeah. really, until you kind of like well, until um uh, uh, but, uh David turns David into the actually turns into it. into the werewolf which yeah is when, cool when, too. yeah yeah because they like, want that because the whole you know like what this movie is known for is that whole scene the transformation the slow transformation into the werewolf well again you know, with it, the it, effects you know yeah and it's the same you know it's the same jaws idea right yeah you have this like cool model mm-hmm. and thing it like in this thing that you made that looks like the thing whether it's the mm-hmm. shark or the werewolf yeah. but the more you show it, the more people are gonna notice yeah. the that it's not real or the flaws on it. Yeah. So you keep it to a minimum. And that's what they do here as well. Like John Lannis was able to like, you know, not you know, show it all the time until we need to see it at the end when it's when it's supposed to be we're supposed to have the emotional connection to it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's the character that we've been watching. Yeah. The first one, we don't need to know, it's just a horror thing. It's just supposed to pop out and bite somebody. Yeah. But like, yeah, once once it shows it, yeah, because we're on David's trip where we don't yes. believe we don't whether we don't really know we know that there's a werewolf, but I mean the whole time he's questioning it, and then obviously there's these like dreams and like kind of visions that he's getting, and then his his dead friend is in limbo because he's a werewolf now. Yeah, which is also a cool story, like story at like yeah, that is thing. a cool story aspect because of it like a lot, not a lot of. You know, classic werewolf werewolf stuff would bring in ghosts or things yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like they would just yeah. it would just be about the werewolf. Yeah. And like him just like hunting a, a woman or something. You know, there's no like there there is no like um 
I don't know. It's like one of those werewolf stories that sort of changed the narrative of a werewolf. Well, yeah. Like, made, I, made werewolf looks like, you know, they're not so bad of a guy. <laughs> no, but I do like the, I do like the, that point that you just made where like, yeah, it wasn't him falling in love with like, uh, you know, like he does, but like, he, like, but not as the werewolf, you know, where he would go up to her like Beauty and the Beast or some shit and like, yes. you know, have this moment and stuff like that. Or they almost like, kind of do, but you know the the ending happens a little bit you know where bit. it's kind of like yes. but it, you know it's like it's like it's like the it's like the night of the living dead thing almost uh-huh. where at the end where like you know the one guy is finally alive but and then but, but there's like no like shot. scene of him like ripping someone apart and she's like david yeah and he turns around and sees her and goes like uh, and like runs behind a tree because he's like yeah he's ashamed of it yes. you know that yeah, yeah, yeah that that would happen in fucking max landis's one you know where he would be this like you know, real, like Beauty and the Beast kind of like dynamic would happen. I mean, you know, probably. You know, probably. I just could have fucking imagined it. Now that we're there talking would just about. probably be a lot of assault that would happen. In but it. I don't know if he would do a worse sex scene, sex scene than his dad did. <laughs> okay, look, the sex scene's not supposed to be in the Criterion Collection, all right? The movie itself, and and if we're talking about, you're right. This is a bad sex scene, and then and, and fucking and playing that not, Van Morrison because, song. Because think about it, it's John Landis, man. Like the dude does not know. He's not Cronenberg. He's not sexy. Yeah, yeah I know. Not and at that, all. Yeah. yeah, that's not like the point of this movie. It's not supposed to be sexy. And he tried to have that little segment of sexy, and it did not work. Yeah, it, it was, did not work. It was laughable because so of the I, song choice. I will give you that. Which is a Van Morrison. Yes, you cannot have sex song? at Van, Mar- Van Morrison's uh, <laughs> uh, Moonlight Dance. You just well, cannot. What is the movie called? The, the Oscar one? Uh, Belfast. Belfast. This is no Belfast. <laughs> well, also, like, that's the thing is that when you're listening to Van Morrison while having sex, you're going to Belfast, you're going to come fast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a, I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a really bad joke. You're going to but <laughs> belt fast. <laughs> this, <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that was really bad because, yeah, that's such a, I mean, that feels more Canadian than David Cronenberg. You know what I mean? <laughs> having sex to moon dance. Yeah. You know? It's not a marvelous night for a moon dance if yeah. you're having sex. Yeah. But that's, yeah. So I'll give you that. That that does yeah. kind of suck. But I think, you know, as we see in what Criterion has done with, you know, especially on their channel, when they, when they highlight certain movies and certain horror, horror films and certain things, it's not always about the fact that the director is like the best, right? And no, here not at all. Yeah. And here we're talking about like the body horror and how in the '80s, around this time when Scanners was out, when this was out, it was sort of changing the tide of that, right? Mm-hmm. It was like we were sort of used to body horror in a way that was more like a slasher film. Someone getting stabbed a bunch, and then like there's like blood squirting out of things. But I think not... you're speaking out of pocket right there. That that's not necessarily body horror. People getting stabbed. No, no, no. It's I'm like saying the body changing like the fly or no, something no, but, like but, that. You know? Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying is that like we didn't see. You're right. I'm I'm not saying that is body horror, but I'm saying like we didn't see stuff like that, mm-hmm. like those weird changes of things. Yeah, it was always off camera. Like what was like I guess not body horror, but like violent horror was like someone mm-hmm. getting stabbed a bunch in their yeah, body, just slasher. Like, yes, you know, like yeah, it didn't bring in another genre, which is body horror. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so like these films were sort of like showing like the process of that right like mm-hmm. whether it scanners the veins in the in the side of the head whether yeah. it's like the 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 head exploding whether it's that's you funny know, that both these movies came out the same year yeah it's it, i mean yeah. 
it's literally like a it's like a there should be a documentary about all these like 80s like horror movies or like you know sci-fi horror there is it's like that i don't know whatever oh is there yeah there's like that slash video one or something or oh okay i don't know there's like a couple that i uh, but uh, never mind sorry go on well if you don't know why'd you say (laughs) i'm sorry you're speaking out of pocket here yeah yeah yeah. exactly american werewolf in london it it has that you know both of these films have that what i like to call the the feeling of a VHS soaked in blood when you just stick it in the VHS player and it comes oh, wow. on and it just has like a you know what I mean I know that's a really silly <laughs> metaphor but it's just like a like a, a type of film that you can just sit down and watch and enjoy because it's so just weird there is no structure for it there is no way to categorize it. There is no way to say this is this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Scanners is a sci-fi. It's horror. It's a, you know, it's kind of neo-noir. You know yeah. what I mean? And then American Werewolf in London, you know, it's it's a it's a horror movie, but it's not really. It's a body horror film. It's a comedy film. It's a buddy film. You know what I mean? It's like a, a romantic film. It's like a bunch of shit. So I think it belongs in the Criterion Collection. Especially because it's Halloween, Dick. And, oh, uh, you know we saw I mean? a lot of Halloween Dick in this film, <laughs> but uh, you know. Well, we saw uh, a lot of <laughs> saw a lot of werewolf. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> but I I just want to read this uh, um this review from Letterboxd. It's a real short. It's like two senses. Sure. Uh, but uh, what 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 you're really gonna end it like that? Also, there's so much wiener in this movie. Is that is that how you feel? Uh, not at all. I'm totally uh, opposite of both what he said. I really like. I really. I think the ending is what we needed. You know, it w- I'm glad it didn't get into like a really melodramatic kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, it. I think he took a cue from Night of the Living Dead. You oh, know, uh-huh. where it just yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, you know, where think something's gonna happen, or like you know, where it could go on more or so, but it ends the story like you know with a real kind of period almost, you know, and you know, like I I really like the ending. I think that's what that what that's what helps this film a mm-hmm. lot, you know. Uh, especially, I mean, the story. I think the story is really cool, and then also that John Landis didn't like, uh, you know, he didn't like do all those like typical things that we think someone would do, especially if they remade it. You know, it would make it like too much about like the love story and like, you know, him being ashamed as a werewolf. You know, it's really cool that he's and we'd just probably like see more of like the people at the like pub doing like rituals or something. Yeah, like, something. About, yeah, like, that might have been kind of cool. But I, I kind of like yeah. that. They're just like scared villagers. You I know? like that they just play darts. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I like that <laughs> we don't pints. see them doing rituals. I don't want to yeah. see them do anything else but yeah. play darts and drink yeah. Guinness. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, because that's what they should be. Yeah. You know? But yeah, and they just have the you know the pentagram on yeah, the fucking wall. It, that's all they know. Yeah. <laughs> they just yeah. know how to drill the star yeah. and like light a couple of fires. But yeah, I mean, all that's cool. And then like you know, and when they get attacked by the the um, the werewolf too, it's like really cool. Them just being lost in the because they get they get off the main road, which everyone tells them stay on the road. <laughs> You know, and, yeah, then, and, and then it would be easy, especially there. There's no fucking lights. It's just completely dark. You're just yeah, walking. You, you, you have like no sense of direction. Do you notice the scene when they go off off the road? Uh, do you remember? No. It? It's like they're talking, and you can see them, and it's like 
it's done really well because they don't you can tell why they don't notice yeah because they're they, just walking they're, they sort of like curve mm-hmm. but the road sort of curves like the outward way. and they curve too much inward mm-hmm. and like you know and then that's when they realize like like, like oh shit we we're off the road yeah. you know oh yeah okay yeah they were just i thought maybe like they it's very subtle something. yeah but yeah, you, yeah. you could see like yeah they're just talking and then like i was like yeah because i thought to myself i was like do they mean to just you know but they were just like in the moment and kind mm-hmm. of not realizing and then when they finally and when they hear something it's kind of like oh shit like and they lost kind of their sense of direction i guess because they're not paying attention because they're a bunch of american idiots as green day would say yes you know but yeah i mean i can't give pushback on this film it's like a good like you know classic kind of movie now i guess you know and there's nothing really that i could you know be like Ah, that that you know like it's, it's just like really nitpicking and it's really hard to kind of nitpick to american wolf in london because it is done really well and it, it has like you know it breathes and it's not just you know just some slasher film that like that was kind of coming out at the time especially like i think friday the 13th and like all those movies was just coming out too in like late 80 early 80s sorry so i'm letting it in jordan i don't yeah. 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 Hell sick. yeah. It's sick, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm about to howl at the moon, baby. Get Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> on this shit. Bark at the moon. But uh, yeah. So you know, again, wanted to find a you know, one of the reasons. Another reason is because you know, Criterion doesn't have any werewolf movies. You know, we got you know we. Criterion has horror movies, but they don't really have the 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 spectrum, right? They don't have all the the creatures from the Black Lagoons, the mummies, the you know. And I'm not saying like those original ones. I'm saying the metaphors that everyone used yeah. after that. So, you yeah, know what I'm so, yeah. Which is what this is, right? Like mm-hmm. this is like someone, you know, John Lennon's doing his own werewolf. Yeah, it's just not know? a basic werewolf movie. Like it, there's right. like there's you know there's a uh, meaning behind it there's like you know it's not just he just do, did it to do it i think he had like a story he wanted to tell and that he hates <laughs> he hates england yeah you know like don't go <laughs> to, just like, like a, literally like don't go to london he's just being he's yeah. just he's just acting like a stupid american kind of you know and he's like, like if you go to london you're gonna get bit you get bit <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah. like he's like you're gonna get bit and like you're gonna turn into a werewolf and it's not gonna happen until you're not is he's gonna be like he's he's just like what the tagline for this he's should a, be like like when you nut you turn into the mutt which is the werewolf. <laughs> I thought I, I think that's why he's upset because he didn't nut in London, <laughs> or uh, yeah. Oh maybe yeah yeah, yeah. that's also probably true. He probably got like he probably got like arrested too in yeah. London for being an idiot. Yeah. And so he's just like, oh fuck the police, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Max Landis, Max Landis got it from somewhere, right? Yeah, of course, they're both goons. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if they look again, <laughs> I just want to say because <laughs> both goons. just because, <laughs> just because we, you know, because we, you know, we talk about a lot of films here. We talk about a lot of different films, and we bring different films, yeah. whether they star someone or are directed by somebody who's look, uh, American Werewolf in london is one of my favorite films of all time since i've seen it right like that's why i bought this arrow edition that's why i wanted yeah. to be on a criterion but if max landis gets his head chopped off by a helicopter blade i would i can give two shits <laughs> i wouldn't cry about it i would not care as long as maybe he filmed something for the criterion <laughs> supplements before even then don't care you know put him and his fucking son in the grave i do not care you know what i'm saying 
But I just want people to know that that we're not. You know what I mean? We're here for the art. We're not here for the people. Oh, okay. That's you know what I'm saying? This. Yeah. No, no, that's all I'm saying because a lot of people might be like, oh, well. I was, bringing... about, I was about to say you can follow us at the Criterion Quote Pod. No, you know what I mean? Because people would be like, oh, you're bringing American Warrior from London. Did you know that John Landis did this? Yes, yeah. I know he's a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, but I'm sure there's someone yeah. that that person would, you know, give the, you know, would uh, brush whatever on the other side too, you know, like would just For sure, like, you know, sure. But I just want we all have to, those directors, of course, of course. We all know who mine is. But you have to understand that again. You have to understand that we're not here for that. Like the drama, yes, yes. We're here for, for the, the film, for the art the of art. it. Like you know, there's other people that were on worked on this film. You know, it wasn't yeah. just this person. You know, bro. Like let me do the the whole uh, scanner shotgun thing to Woody Allen, the back of Woody Allen's head. You do it too. But what? Yeah, shoot him <laughs> in the back of the head. But that don't mean that we can't like Annie Hall, oh, okay. Midnight in Paris. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is it like who cares what happens to them? But their movies are great. Yeah. Right. Broadway, Danny Rose. Yeah. Check out that episode. Yeah, we have that episode. Yeah. And again, uh, yeah, John Landis. You know, hope you get bit by a werewolf. <laughs> hope a werewolf bites your dick off. Whatever. Oh, whoa. No. Yeah. No. 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 Whoa. Whoa. It's Halloween, and that's a treat that he needs to get tricked. <laughs> and uh, so he's getting a trick, not a treat. My point is that we're talking about the art here, and yeah. in this film, I think you know, Mondo. Thank you for letting it in, but I think it belongs in there for a lot of reasons, and the reasons that I stated throughout this episode. Yeah, but it belongs in there because you know we need more werewolf shit in the mainstream. This is a very famous one, and obviously a lot of people know it. But Criterion Collection, I think, could bring it to the forefront in a way. That we love Arrow, we love it, we love the the bring some attention back to it, I guess. Yes, make it because again, we love Arrow and make practical effects again, right? Exactly, (laughs) great again. (laughs) Yeah, because Arrow really does do great releases. You know, they do great stuff, but I think Criterion, unfortunately, in the way that it works, Criterion Collection is the prestige. When when a movie gets put out on that, you're just like, oh. Yeah, this is like you know. I should relook at that. You're gonna yes. release that? I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm and, look at like, it again. I, and you're just like, I should listen to the Criterion Cult Film Podcast, uh, and you and you should follow uh, me, Jordan <laughs> at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram. You should look up at Criterion Cult Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. Mondo, yeah. where can we follow you? you? Can find me at Save underscore Mondo on all those things. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you know, come to our houses. We're giving out Criterion Blu-rays for Halloween. Make sure to tell your kids we're we're giving out real some real treats. Um, well, just just email us. We'll give you the address. Tell us where to where to go. And uh, yeah, we're dressing up as um, some real spooky shit this year. So some kid just upset that he got your know, Jimbo in his. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell this yeah. is. He's just like digging through his Tootsie Rolls. He, yeah. yeah, he just has like yeah. arm record or something. Yeah, he just has like some like it hot. It's just like black and white movie that he does not care about. Yeah. But uh, you know, so hey, yeah, we got a culture of the kids, and that's what we're here for. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Join the cult. These are Halloween episodes. Mondo, we've already done Scream. This is yeah. American Werewolf in Paris. Are we doing more? Uh, I don't know. Do more? We? we can try to do a bonus episode or something. Oh. <laughs> right? I don't know. But uh, people want more treats, you trick. Yeah. So, Happy Halloween. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah.